Welcome to the Mam Academy PHS special anniversary episode. Hi, I'm Kay Ang. I'm your host and your learning ambassador for Mam Academy PH. I'm happy to share that we are celebrating our fifth year anniversary this month. And yes, that's been five years of learning alongside motherhood with all of you. Yay! And of course, praise God. This episode is extra special because I'm sharing an episode that I did a couple of months ago with Doc Jet Bakatos of Mompreneur MD Podcast Show. Please do check out her podcast channel. We're sharing that interview in this episode because I feel that a lot of Mam Academy PHS humble beginnings, stories, and our why, all of those things I was able to share in that interview with Doc Jet. Doc Jet, if you're tuning in, thank you so much for allowing us to share this podcast episode from your very own channel. And so here goes my interview with Doc Jet. All right, Mommy Kay, tell us about your story. We want to get to know you. What got you into the world of helping moms, empowering moms the way that you're doing now? You know, Doc, my story of this whole Mom Academy PH thing started as far back in 2017. <sighs> Wow. When I was seven months into motherhood. Wow. Um, back at the time, there wasn't so much of a mom community. Uh, but 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 for context, so that it's it's a whole context that you can appreciate. I'm from the learning and development HR industry. So later you'll be able to piece together why it's it's an important element in the story. So there wasn't so much mom community, and I was a first-time mother. I was looking for, of course, people to ask, people who've been there, done that, but there wasn't so much. Most of the resources in the communities that I would find are from the U.S. or Western-based. So I oh, but prior to that, I was really praying for something to start as a passion project because leaving a job after so many years and transitioning to being a stay-at-home mother kind of got me bored. No, so I was praying na, Lord, ito na ba talaga? <laughs> Is this what you want me to do for the next years of my life? So I was praying. And then, sabi ko, sige, I think at seven months, I can manage to attend a workshop already. No, So it wasn't anything related to starting your own business. It was, in fact, related to blogging. No, Because back in the time, parang usong-uso yung pag-blog. So I said, sige, let's learn about blogging. And then after I attended the workshop, it was just a small um, interaction among women, bloggers, or aspiring ones. After that, I came home with this strong desire to put together a community or a group of moms who would constantly meet each other learn from each other and well, practically support each other. I didn't end up to be a blogger on the contrary but by God's grace that was the start that was the beginning of Mama Academy PH and then weeks later of course we were praying my husband and I he said whatever you choose to do I'll fully support you on that but you have to pray about it very very genuinely. So we were praying and then one very random day the name came to me in an aha moment. She said, okay, let's call it. Because there were a lot of iterations for the name, like Learning Moms, Moms in Touch. <laughs> and then finally, we zeroed in on 
Mama Academy kind of rings a bell. So the first thing that we did was took up the internet. Meron na bang Mama Academy PH? Oh, wala. Okay. So sabi namin, okay, sige, let's try this. And then May, the following month, that was a Black Saturday in 2017. I vividly remember. And then a month later, we launched our first ever workshop. So that's the story. Very, very straightforward story naman. It's really nice to know that at that start, it was really you and your husband praying mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. That was the start pala of Mama Academy. Oh. <laughs> and in fact, not a lot of people know that Mama Academy as a workshop provider actually started or was born out of a workshop. No, Hindi naman, mm-hmm. Well, not a lot of people would know that. But to connect lang the element of coming from the HR, learning and development, this was exactly what I used to do in the corporate. I would put together training programs, learning and development. No, I would ask people to come and you know, I'd practically sell the whole training program. No, So, It's kind of parang continuation because maybe for the longest time after leaving my job, I was really hoping my my husband would say yes to the idea of me coming back to the corporate. Kasi yun naman talaga yung gusto kong gawin in the first place. To teach, to yeah, something in the lines of learning and development. But God had a different plan for me because for the longest time, my husband would always say, wag na muna. Hindi na lang. And whenever he would say that, I'd feel genuinely bad. Kasi, di ba? <laughs> Sayang naman. Tapos, but then, yun, na, yun nga, like what you said, it was a prayer of my husband and I to create something alongside motherhood so that I would have like a creative outlet. Important yun eh. Kasi, I noticed that if I don't have like a creative outlet and I'm just doing, I'm focused, for example, I'm just devoting every energy all of my time in doing household chores. Parang, I, I tend to be more grumpy or, I mean. <laughs> I agree. I completely agree. <laughs> Pero syempre, di ba, Doc? Motherhood is yes. a beautiful blessing. It is. It is. It's one of the essentials kasi of, of no human being na Mm-hmm. growth yeah. is really hard and creativity kailangan talaga and that's what siguro what I also wanted na stay at home moms with me like I want to empower moms through entrepreneurship but it doesn't have to be really business naman it's really just something yeah. that like, for you you still want to do it's really your passion to train to to teach mm-hmm. so you get to still use that and that's alongside that motherhood I, you know what I think answered prayer yan ng husband mo <laughs> <laughs> I know, from, I know. Aside from you, but uh, I really think it's also an answer here for, <laughs> for your husband. <laughs> nice. So I also want to ask Mommy Kay, they say that great powers comes great responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. That's from mm-hmm. Spider-Man and I love that movie, <laughs> by the way. I truly believe that that is the case for you. You have this vast power of influencing so many women and moms in particular. And I look at your social media accounts and I see mm-hmm. a lot going on. And I think to myself, how does this mama manage to do everything? I wanted to ask, I've long been wanting to ask this, how do you do it? <laughs> It's such a big question to ask. But I'd love to go back to your first question, Doc. No, because you said, no, not exactly a question, but you said the power of influencing so many women out there. Even up to this time, I still honestly do not see it as an influence. Parang sa akin, it's, it's growing into me in a way that I have the opportunity to serve other people. 
Because if you think of it that way, parang you, you have this entitlement in your heart na I should be the first, I should be prioritized, I should be in the center of spotlight. I'm supposed to be taking the center stage or the spotlight. But for me, it's more like an opportunity to serve the moms. Because I realized, alam mo, ang daming kwen, magagandang kwento ng mga nanay. Magaganda in a sense na it would be unfair, it would be a disservice if you don't work too hard and give them the best of your service. The power isn't really the power power, but more of the heart to serve. I think yun talaga yung ultimate driver ko. But going back to your question in terms of how do I do it? Alam mo, hindi natanong kung nga rin yung sasarili ko eh. Ano nga ba nagagawa to? I think it's really all my God's grace to be honest, no? Because like a lot of moms and women, I would have days when I feel tired, I feel uninterested, I feel discouraged. I think a lot of times, especially when things don't go as planned. But in a nutshell, how do I do it? First, I start my day by acknowledging what I can't do, but what God can do. So al- al- alam ko naman from the time I start my day, ang dami kong hindi kaya. No? So I just surrender that to God. Homeschooling, um, business side, ang dami kong kailangan surrender from the time I start doing my work. And then, I try to write everything a day before. Call it conventional or old school, but it's really working well for me. I have a list for everything. Hindi <laughs> May sinabi ka sa akin, kailangan mailista ko muna yan. Because if I don't, then that means it's not part of my activities for the day. Basta I would need a pen and a paper or my notes beside me. Digital or old school writing, kailangan ko yan. And then next would be to delegate. I've learned this the hard way because I found that grabe, yung dami kong kailangan gawin, tapos ako lang to. Boy, hindi ko naman kaya to, di ba? <laughs> so, I realized the need for me to entrust the things that I need to do to other people. To trust meaning to let go and to not worry about it kung magagawa ba nila ng maayos at uh, ano ba, superb quality. So, that's something that I learned to assign other people to do already. And then, now that I'm in a completely different season, meron akong infant, I would have to say no to things. I would have to go back to my values as a person. I would have to go back to my vision for Mama Academy PH. Of course, not my own, but God's vision for Mama Academy PH. And I would have to pray, Lord, this is something that you want me to take for now. I always remember that my yes means a no to other things. So if I say yes to this, that means I lose the time to do something else. But if I say no to this, that means I'm gaining more time so that I can focus on other things. Parang you just choose your battles at the moment. I could not accept too many projects right at this time, although they have a lot of potential. But I realize this is not the season to fill myself with too many projects because I have to be a mom din naman to my young children. That's a struggle for now for me, but I continue to hold on to God's promise for me that eventually things will get better. And it's just a season for me. It's just a season that will pass and eventually babalikan ko rin to. And do I want to regret when I look back? I don't want. So I have to make the wise decision to prioritize. Nice. I love that. You know, while you were talking, I was really nodding the whole time. Kasi, 
Uh, yeah, I was really nodding the whole time. Because like we said, not only by God's grace, like really starting your day, you know, we know that we cannot do a lot of things on our own. It's in God. And then when you said, like, it's really just a season. Mm-hmm. And I keep on reminding myself that because sometimes it's really a hard pill to swallow, especially if you want so many, if you want to do so many things. We have that in us, like, we want to do this and that. And we have that, like, like the shiny object syndrome. We want to do that. But then... We have to take into account also that the season we're in may not allow us to do that. God wants us to stay in the season where, you know, he's teaching us patience. He's teaching us that this is where should we should be, like mm-hmm. taking care of our kids, be a mother. Mm-hmm. I love that because it's also reminding me. I think this is a blessing, this, this conversation that we're having right now. It's also a blessing because for the past few days, I've been... At, like thinking of taking more projects than you know than I want to, to do this like mm-hmm. start a new business and then I've been thinking about it but something is pulling me also pulling me and then pushing me again and then pulling me and then hearing you again that's really a reminder for me like Jet you still have a one-year-old yeah. so, so thank you for that it's actually but it's a reminder beyond I also want to ask although you mentioned a little bit what does mm-hmm. your typical day look like Oh, I try to wake up earlier than the rest of the people at home because I try to squeeze in some work in the morning. For context, I try to sleep early also so that I can wake up early the next day. I wake up and then I try to do my morning devotion. Before, I used to do the real Bible devotion as in the hard Bible talaga. But now, since I gave birth, the only thing I could pull off was <laughs> a mobile Bible. But it's a season. No, it's just a season. Eventually, I'd go back to the, the real Bible thing that I'm reading for a longer period of time. And then after that, so I'd, I'd try to squeeze in some work. Hintayin ko silang makagumising. Or if not, kung talagang napasarap sila sa pagtulog, I'll prepare breakfast. And then I'll wait for them to come down. And then after breakfast, we would normally go out of the house, get some fresh air. Habang pinapatulog ko naman tong aking five-month-old girl. And then after that, homeschool time. No, So my mornings are devoted to homeschooling as much as possible. My meetings are slated in the afternoon. I have to safeguard that boundary because kung hindi, nako, kagulo yung homeschool namin. <laughs> so I have to safeguard that. In the afternoon, I set my meetings at around 4 p.m. By God's grace, my clients and people who schedule meetings with me are amenable naman with 4 p.m. And then, dinner, winding down, kids going to bed and sleeping. And then I start working again until siguro mga 10, 10.30-ish. That's my cutoff. And then I try to get asleep. No, I learned from one of my mompreneur friends no, that the key to really being productive the next day or the following day is to get a good night's rest. Parang it's counter, on the contrary, if we think we're being productive to staying up late, you know, getting that badge of honor, it's counterproductive. Well, we know this naman, but adults kasi, diba? We know that it's hurting our health, no? So instead, I tried to approach it differently. I said, okay, I'll, I'll sleep early tonight, but then I'll try to wake up 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh, so wala namang gising ng, ng ganong oras. And then you'd notice that you're more productive at the time. So my day is pretty much straightforward. A huge bulk of my day 
really is devoted to doing household work, managing the whole household, making sure that my husband won't be bothered for anything house-related, taking care of the kids and homeschool. Kung may maisingit man akong trabaho, like what I would always tell the moms, pasundot-sundot lang talaga. As in, pasundot-sundot. It was funny that, you know, the thing that you mentioned, it's really counterproductive, like sleeping yeah. late. That's one of the biggest health lessons that I've learned since the pandemic started. Because, you know, abusado, yeah. 2 a.m., 3 a.m., I'm So I got sick 2021. And that's when I realized, sleep is life. Yeah. I, like, I eat healthy naman. I eat complete with you know, vitamins and uh-huh. supplements and all. But sleep talaga. And that's yeah. how I learned one of the my goals, like health goals this year, is really to sleep earlier. But mm-hmm. Mommy Kay, I see your page and I see your community. Mm-hmm. The, con- the content is really so good. The posting, it's so consistent and everything. Thank you. Yeah, you mentioned about delegation. Do you delegate this stuff or do you do it all on your own? You know, there are things that I identified that should be delegated and there are things that I figured should be personally curated by me. I know, contrary to what other people think, I'm still the one ideating the content. Ako talaga yon. I tried leaving it out to other people and assigning and delegating it to them. But it felt different because the content wasn't organic, raw. Parehas lang naman yun. But it doesn't sound like the real mom experiencing motherhood at its best state or at its most raw or most real scenario. So I figured I, I better take that back and assign something else. What I try to assign would be a lot of admin tasks, a lot of first interface or first touch point with the clients so that the team would be able to handle that already on their level. My podcast topics are still on me. Of course, I, 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 I do the ideation. But the rest of the other things like audio editing, video editing, lahat yan, kailangan ko na yan i-delegate. But in summary, parang the whole concept behind what comes out to the public, that has to be, for me, Doc, parang that has to be carefully curated and well thought of. Kasi kung hindi, malalaman din ng mga nanay as an audience if you're just trying to wing it. Meaning, you're just out there to publish something once a day or thrice a week. And you know, Doc, what I learned about delegation is that you have to empower the other person taking in the role. Hindi mo lang siya papasahan ng trabaho. Just like that. You have to make sure that you're empowering them in a way that they're not solely dependent on you. That even if they decide to leave the job or the role within your organization, they will thrive. It's also a challenge for entrepreneurs like us to be able to lead and train people in a way that would equip them for future rules. Because we recognize naman, Doc, diba na, no, they won't be always with us. Diba? Of course, we want to see them fly and succeed also. So that in a way is also our training ground, our personal training ground to be able to train and teach the other person so that when it's time for her or him to leave the flock or the, or, or the organization, people would know that this person 
is doing well because he or she came from an organization that you've established. But no people yeah. would see it. Eh. Yeah. People would see it. So more than, because a lot of times we struggle at delegating because we see it na parang, utusan mo si ganito, utusan mo si ganyan. Yung hindi mo kaya pagawa. One thing I realize, it's, it shouldn't be that way. Kaya, I would tell um, those that I talk to about entrepreneurship and those that I share this whole entrepreneurship journey to, parang when you hire a person, you write down all the things that this person needs to do or assume as role. You won't hire a person who's just saying, okay, when I just think of a work, I'll pass it on to you. Utos ko sayo. No, it has to be structured and ready so that the person you're passing the, the role to would get that feel na, oh, this is really a serious thing that we're doing. And I have to step up because I'm expected to not just play the role within expectations, exceeding expectations, but because my superior is doing her job to equip me well. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Leadership din talaga. Now, it's really not just, yeah, we're, we're, we're moms, we're stay-at-home moms. We yeah. might be doing this on our own. But it's also like, you are really leading a team. Para na siyang, you know, you're really the CEO and you're leading Para kang nanay talaga. Oh, nurturing <laughs> talaga. The whole team. Love that. Like, it's really important. And I keep on reiterating this na, like the having an evening routine, like writing, like what you said, we need a pen and mm-hmm. paper, writing yeah. your to-do's the following day. Alam mo, if I don't do that, Mm-mm. gigising ako sa umaga ng, lost. alam mo, lost. Hindi ko alam anong unahin kong gagawin. Yeah. Ano pang gagawin ko? Wala ba akong gagawin? Wala <laughs> na akong gagawin, pero ano nga yun? <laughs> and then, sometimes, if I don't write, I won't be able to do anything na. Kasi nga, mm. ang daming mommy. Ang daming, mommy, I want this one. Mommy, I want. Mm. And then, my husband wants also something. Okay, wala nga. And then, by the end of the day, wala nga akong nagawa. <laughs> so, kailangan talaga magsula. You mentioned kanina na you have those days na you're disinterested, you're mm. unmotivated. And I really wanted to ask that, how often does that come to you? like the disinterested days and motivated days or feeling na burnt out na times when you feel lazy do you still show up despite those quote unquote lazy days and if you do or if you don't what do you do to get yourself back to moving again alam mo dok it would be such a fake of me to answer that I don't go through those parang discouraging moments I have a lot of them in fact I would remember a couple of weeks ago I told my husband the whole scenario in events has changed yet again bago-bago <laughs> na lang no? now that we're changing the alert level status in Manila iba na naman no? so this this is significantly affecting the way that we do things in Mama Academy PH and sabi ko sa kanya how about I just completely give up everything and just focus on being a mom that was an idea to be honest no and then he would just say pag-pray mo lang oo nga naman pag-pray ko lang naman because um, there are really moments when you feel so tired and you're just so tempted to give everything up. Parang andali, ba? But when you pray about it and you think through it, Lord, give me your wisdom. What should I do about this thing? How do I show up? Alam ni Lord when I feel at my lowest. Because He would constantly encourage me through other people. I remember I was at the peak of my discouragement a couple of weeks ago. 
because there was a project that I wanted to roll out, but I could not because of my season. And then there was one mom who came up to me and she said how much she appreciates my Academy PH and the whole program that we're doing for them, the whole community, the feeling of having people to journey with her. Ganyan, ganyan. So in short, God's been very, very faithful in sending encouragements in too many different ways. No? So why do I show up? Because of those stories. Those are real motherhood stories, raw motherhood experiences that God would constantly make me encounter or remember. And I would always tell myself, Bakit nga ba ako na-discourage? If these are the people that I need to serve, what is my reason for giving up? If this is exactly where God has placed me right now, what is the need for me to look around and compare my achievements or my Academy PHS milestones to other people's milestones? It's one of the things that really weigh us down, us comparing ourselves with other people. So about their, about their achievements. Bakit siya, on the outside, it just looks so seamless. But for me, it's totally the opposite. As, as I'm going through this whole motherhood slash passion project slash entrepreneurship journey, I realized if you're in for the money, you're up for a huge discouragement. I would listen to different mentors or people that I kind of look up to from abroad. And they would have a different perspective on this. But I realized it's really having a different, a godly perspective. Because eh? if you're always in it for the money, doc, I guarantee you that you'll have a lot of days when you feel low and discouraged. Because money will not always come in. To be very honest. Amen. Totoo. I mean, especially in entrepreneurship, hindi naman always na yun. Constant, diba? Constant. It's really up and up and down. And yeah. if you're just in it for the money, Mm-mm. one month pa lang siguro, or even, you know, less than a year, you'll be out of the game or you'll be yeah. out of the journey na. Kasi ah, wala naman pala. Ang hirap-hirap, wala naman pala. It's not like the corporate or the job. Kasi mm-hmm. if we're talking about entrepreneurship, we're talking about money. Mm-hmm. It's not to say you're given a salary for it. But with business, because it's really different. It really goes on like an infinite game. Why are you doing it? Who is it for? It's not really just the money, talaga. Nakikita <laughs> yun ng clients mo and customers mo. How about family time for you? Do you ever have that point or that time wherein you had to choose between your family and your advocacy or business? How do you show up for one over the other without feeling guilty? Kasi madalas tayong ganyan. Mm. Or do you try to show up for both? Like having that balance or work-life balance thing? You know, I cannot do both at the same time. I have to choose, no? So I'm never perfect about this aspect because my daughter would say, you're always working. That's what she sees because we're constantly together. I try to be better in this department. I'm not perfect, pero it's a continuing struggle and desire for me to master the art of delegation. 
so that I can be completely hands-off at some parts of activities for Mama Kaling Page and that I can devote more time. But I understand when you establish kasi a business, parang there are birth pains that you have to continuously polish, diba? And be there until it's fully grown. Like a child, diba? Until makalakad siya. You're, you're there to assist. So, I'm at a point right now when I'm trying to balance everything out. But if you ask me, did I ever have a chance to choose between family and business? Like what I said, if you're in it for the money, it's so easy to rationalize why you're choosing business over family. Diba? Ang dali lang naman. Kasi sabihin natin na, you know kids, this is for you, this is for your future. But God is continuously reminding me that the earning part is not your concern. I leave that part to your husband. What you do is just an on-the-side thing. So if you have to choose between family and doing this, you have to choose your family. In fact, if I do something or even before I accept a client or an engagement, I would normally ask my husband, pwede ba to? Pwede ba yan? Because I want him to know and realize that I value his leadership for the family. And that's my way of saying, if you tell me, don't accept it, I would quickly not accept the project. Nice. I recently read a post from, this was from a mompreneur sa other, you know, sa other country naman. Mm-hmm. And then, she was posting and it really got me to think. And sabi niya na, do not make your kids as an excuse to not do your business parang kalbalik tarin siya sa yeah. you know so at what you said mm-hmm. ina napaisip ako in that context that this particular mom maybe she's the sole provider for the family pwedeng valid yon kasi nga she has to provide for the family nga and for the kids pwede but then here you are again the season you know God gave you a partner whose sole the purpose naman is to provide mm-hmm. for our families and then tayo mm-hmm. this is a side hustle What are your thoughts on that? Do not make your kids as an excuse. I would say iba-iba talaga, Doc Jet. Like what you mm-hmm. said, I don't want to invalidate din naman the situation of that mom because she might be coming from a standpoint where she needs to provide for her family solely. And that's perfectly valid. As for me, my husband and I were talking about this years ago and he said, do you not consider it a blessing that you have a husband who provides for you? And it got me thinking, oo nga, no? Parang there are a lot of moms. You would see that, diba? In the, in the mom forums or groups, diba? A lot of the moms would say the, the husband isn't earning as much compared to what they need to shell out every week, diba? And here I am. I have the opportunity to focus my time and energy, my kids and my family, because I have a husband who can provide through through, naman, through, through his grace, no? through God's provision for a family. And I would tell my husband, I'd embrace that and I'm genuinely thankful to the Lord for as long as he will provide for us, I will embrace the season of motherhood and I will continue to consider myself as a stay-at-home mother and continue to consider Mama Academy PH as a side hustle for me because Love God faithfully provides. Pero kung dumating yung time na inevitably, doc, we don't know eh. Yes. There may be a time in the future when um, our husbands cannot work anymore and yeah. we need to step out of our comfort zone. Sabi ko naman sa kanya, you know, by God's grace, I would completely and humbly accept if and when I need to work again. But for now, I'm so yes. much thankful and I would gladly embrace. Amen. 
for Mommy K, what are your words of encouragement, Mommy, for the mm-hmm. mama who has to juggle so many things at home, at work, mm-hmm. and then in business and everything else going on in her life? You know, the world would tell us to do a lot of things at once. The world will continue to tell us things that we should get for ourselves and that we should have for the family. But my prayer is that you would find your purpose in Jesus. Because when you find that purpose in Jesus, you feel secured. You don't have, you let go of things that you cannot do and surrender those to God. Because you know that even if you can't, God can. Even if you don't, God has it all covered for you. So find your purpose, but not just any kind of purpose. Find your purpose in Jesus. Seek that purpose out and pray really talaga na, Lord, ano ba ako sa iyo? Who am I for you? And when you truly find out what you are in God, that's when, that's when you realize na, You know, these things that the world tell me to have and get a hold of, wala lang to. Wala lang to compared to the joy of having God in my life. I had fun doing that interview with Doc Jet and I hope I was able to encourage you through this episode. Thank you once again to Doc Jet Bacaltas of Mompreneur MD for generously sharing this episode and allowing us to repost as a Mam Academy PH special anniversary podcast episode. And yes, it's been an amazing five years of motherhood and learning with all of you moms and I just pray that You know, we will have more beautiful years to share our journey through learning alongside motherhood. So thank you everyone. God bless you and I'll catch you again in the next episode. Bye!